And welcome to the CobraCast with the Prez and VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty, the Prez Logan. i got my co-host, Ricky, VP at Dog Etridge. And we're, we're in the new CobraCast studio. CobraCast studios, mate. We're, yeah. we're, we're back and we're better than ever. We're no longer on Zoom. Hey, thank God for that. Well, to be fair, we probably shouldn't touch some wood right about now because uh, the way things are going, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we end up in Zoom for a week. At least we'll be better equipped. We will, um, and we won't be winging winging it as much as we have in the past. I'll still be winging it a little bit, but just not as much. Uh, we said in the new studios, the new halfback, the new halfback studios, which will be the old halfback studios. Hopefully, within the next couple of months, with our plans, our big plans moving ahead. Yeah, man. Hopefully, it all comes uh, comes together nicely and. Uh, we're in a nice studio setup, but you know, maybe we we do have some better equipment. We got some, uh, you know, better picture quality, better audio quality going on. But halfback digital media, what's that? Oh, what's it's my business, mate? It's uh, digital media for community sports. Really, um, yeah. When I, as you're aware, I was the one that done the uh, nothing's better than playing at home video at the start of COVID, and because I followed a lot of the um lot of clubs Facebook pages I was starting to notice that a lot of clubs when they got back to footy were um, a Wednesday Thursday maybe would roll around before they go oh yeah now we won by four points on the weekend so you got to tell your supporters so I started a, a social media content management business um, I was doing Sandown one so I figured oh, well I'm pretty good at this I'll do a few more clubs and then few uh, clubs reached out and asked a handful of questions. Oh, do you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? And I was like, well, I could. So I decided to uh, fork out a lot of money and start my own business, uh, Halfback Digital Media. Yeah, very nice. And um, I just just happened to see that you've signed up West Lothian Eagles, old friend of ours from uh, one of the very early episodes of the Cobracast. Number, I reckon number six, in our, in our first international guest. But uh, what that says, mate, it's Halfbacks Global. Yeah, global global trending. You know, it's um, it's the way we've rolled since the start. Anyway, I was um, I was, I was trying I was trying to line up an interview with our friend um, Yank on the footy to get you know, repay the favour him and the Cobra Cast. And I was thinking back when we spoke to him, and off air we were speaking about, you know, he asked us you know, what our setup was like and how much we'd spent on our setup. I'm like, oh, we've got sixty dollars microphones and just webcams, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, I don't understand these people that spend thousands of dollars on equipment. And, I'm sitting here looking around at the, the lights and the, the, yeah, don't bother the, the three 4K know. cameras and you know the $1,500 worth of podcasting equipment. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm one of them blokes now. But it's all for a reason. So obviously the CobraCast. Tax um, write-off. Ta- tax write-off, yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you know, the CobraCast is now a digital, a halfback digital media podcast network production, um, as well as the CobraCast kicking it around the globe. <laughs> so <laughs> might as well just get straight into... Uh, how it's going to happen, how, how we're going to work moving forward as the CobraCast, mate. Yeah, yep. So we've split it up. CobraCast is now just the dedicated to Sandown Cobras. The CobraCast uh, with the present Cobra VP. Cast with the present VP, dedicated to Sandown. Um, we won't be travelling all around the globe with uh, the CobraCast, but we do have our, our other podcast, which is Kicking It Around the Globe, um, and that's where we'll get to... Jump on Zoom and uh, chat to people around the world, and and who knows it it'll hopefully be the one where we 
we then get to take it to the uh, international cup when they get to roll over here finally one uh, 2020 23 i think they've said it but um yeah so if you are uh, search the cobra cast on wherever you get your podcast now you'll notice there are two feeds you've got the um the Cobra Cast with the present VP and kicking around the globe. The easiest probably way to find both of them is just type in either the Cobra Cast or type in Halfback Digital Media. They'll both be there. If you did subscribe to the Cobra Cast with the present VP, but you're only there for um, international ones, jump on and subscribe to the Kicking Around the Globe one because that's where they'll all be. As Rifty said, the uh, the main Cobra Cast with the, the Cobra Cast with res- the best uh, the present VP is the official dedicated. Uh, podcast for Sandown. So this is where we're getting on our guests, doing recaps of games when the season starts. And um, you mentioned the International Cup. Well, currently, you know, as you know, we're at the half um, the Footy Nations Cup last year, the inaugural one. We're in talks to go back there and do something a little bit different as the Cobra Cast and Halfback Digital Media. Yeah, very nice. I look forward to that. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed that that event gets to go ahead uh, as planned. But here on this channel, we are, you know, the Cobra Cast, the Sandown's dedicated podcast. And um, we are in our 60th year anniversary, so we've got some big plans for our 60 years. And one of the things we are planning at the moment is a game of cricket. cricket. A, game of cr- a game of cricket, which got a bit more... Uh, a bit more bikes saying they wanted to join in than I thought. And it's actually thrown a little bit of a spanner in the works because we've come out and gone, you know what? Past players versus current players, this is going to be some good fun. And then we started sort of looking at the request and going, okay, there's probably going to be too many past players wanting to gig here. And for some reason, a lot of it, a lot of the current players were doing a little bit of bitching. Yeah, I, I, I don't but know. We've got these blokes these that talk about... Past players were talking themselves up a yeah. fair bit. There was a couple of blokes that were... They, they, they think they've won about 200 runs already. But we've got blokes that, at the club that like to talk about their cricket ability and then all of a sudden we bring this game, oh, we're going to get smashed. Yeah, yeah. But a, a, point was, a point was proven to us that it, as much as it will be fun, the fact that we don't really have any batsmen in our team at the club and they're all bowlers could hurt us. So we, we've sort of, and we sort of thought about it, but like one big disconnect at the club in recent years has been past players and the current playing group. You know, this... For as long as I've been there, we keep trying to get past players back. And, like, they do mingle a little bit, but not as much as, you know, we would hope. And especially with the fact that coming into the 60 years, we're going to have, you know, past players day, the 60th anniversary. So we want the current playing group and the old guard to start to mingle. So what we're going to do, mate, you can tell everyone what we're going to do. Right, so it's going to be the Prez's 11 versus the VP's 11. So we're going to captain, coach, Selecting, we're going to do it all for our teams. Yep. Um, and yeah, we will. We'll, you know, it's it's not going to be. Um, you know, I get to pick the best player. You get to pick the second best. That kind of thing. Like it will be we'll even it out. Nah, a bit. It, it will be. We, we will. Whoever gets the first pick can. We'll do a coin toss or whatever. We'll be able to choose. If they want to pick a current player. Or a past player first, and then this, the person who has the next pick has to pick that same player, that same or um, either current or past player. So it will go in order. If you pick a current, you pick a past. You pick a current, you pick a past. And mate, it should be it should be good fun. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I I tell you, I haven't swung a cricket bat or bowled a cricket ball in probably 
at least 15 years and that, that last time was probably a backyard game with a taped up tennis ball. So I'm pretty sure last time I uh, swung a cricket bat was New Year's Eve. Uh, I think I was about eight cans in and Jakey Balfour's bowling body bounces at me head. So that wasn't much fun for me. <laughs> uh, so it, it'll be a bit of fun. Um, hopefully we get a bit of a crowd down to watch. Um, 25th of Feb, I think yeah, it we'll is. Try it. Yeah, we'll try we'll Date is tentative at the moment. We, we, we'll lock that in uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, um, and we might even have to have a bloody uh, a pre-game to, to for blokes well, to yeah. you know, prove their wares. As you're fully aware, we've got a, a nice little Snapchat group with the Cobra boys. And there was boys getting in there about, yeah, we've got to get down to the nets. We're going to beat these old pricks. And I'm sitting there going, oh, we've sort of changed the format. So get down and get down. And you might be learning how to get somebody out. But, um, as it currently stands, we are also looking at possibly some uh, commemorative tops for the day. If, er- if everything can go how we hope it can, we'll be getting some uh, commemorative tops made for the players. So they would obviously purchase them, but all money will go back to the club for the day as well, which is important for us in our 60th year. Yeah, well, that's it. We're trying to think of ways we can raise some money for the club and make a bit and have a bit of fun and get the past players back involved and. Instead of just having the usual piss up in the um, club rooms, we thought let's do something a bit active. And we thought, I don't think the old boys would be up for a game of footy. So I know a, f- a few of the, you know, a lot of the past players from from before our time played at Sandown Cricket Club as well as Sandown Footy Club. So you know, there there was some pretty handy cricketers running around uh, for the Sandown Cobras in, in certain points in time. Um, I actually uh, come across. A group on Facebook and it was sort of like our past players group it was a Sandown Cricket Club past players group and a few pictures of blokes sitting on the back of Utes sticking tinnies I was going to throw it out the post I'm like you know get down bring the Utes get in the back of the Utes sink, sink the tinnies and you know, live, relive the old days of cricket when you used to come down when you were 30 years old getting on the beers Mate, it's a good time it's uh it's what we'd love to do um but it is our 60th year so the the that's only, you know, the first thing off the the first event on the calendar. We've got an even bigger event planned for our 60-year anniversary, which will be our 60-year function anniversary, and it will be the naming of the uh, team of the 60 years or, you know, the, the best 22 of the, the past 60 years, which is going to be a big occasion. Um and we've already started the, the selection um, criteria and working on that. And we've got a couple of meetings coming up to, to nut out who makes that team of the 60 years. So that's that's the first thing we're doing. But then we're also created Sandown Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we were... It's something that took a lot of hours been spent. A lot of hours were spent on this before it was even a thing. Um, just like the cricket game, mate. Good idea that you came up with and we've... We've followed through with this one and our presentation night when we finally got to let the cat out of the bag that we were doing this, we were um, fortunate enough to be able to name the first inductee in Steve Rowney going into the Hall of Fame. But I think uh, it's a fitting fitting man to go in considering that the you know, the club best and fairest is named after him and his family and you know he's been around since I've been around and he still rocks up to AGMs, rocks up to give a hand when he can, rocks up the presentation night. You know, he's still... He's a man that definitely deserves it, and hopefully by the end of this month, we'll be uh, putting out the name of the second 
uh, person being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, on that, I reckon let's just name the second inductee to the Hall of Fame right here on the podcast, mate. Exclusive. Exclusive. exclusive we, we will, we will make the contact with him and let him know first. Like, I've got a slight feeling he probably won't watch this. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but let's, let's go with the second inductee. All right, well, you get to do the first one, mate. So I'll do the second one. The second inductee into the Sandown, or this was a South Waverley Sandown Cobras Football Network Club Hall of Fame, is none other than Lou Short. Yep. <laughs> Uh, like you said with Steve, um, there's probably, you know, the first two names that come to mind in our time of being at the club, uh, Steve Rowney and Lou Short, and there's probably, I couldn't think of any two that would come ahead of them. Um, and for everything they've done for the club, and, you know, like I said, Steve continues to do, he, st- he still comes down all the time. But the amount of time and effort that Lou put in to keep this club afloat um, when it was, you know, on its knees multiple times is remarkable. When, the, um, the first two inductees of the Hall of Fame, this Hall of Fame is only is only possible because of the work, the time and the effort that these two blokes put in when they were running this football club. Yeah, that's yeah, 100%. And there's, um, you know, there's 28 others that are going to be just as deserving. That w- So there will be 30 that will get inducted uh, in this first year. Um, and, yeah. Th- 30, it 31. 31. Because it's uh, how it's working is the first two years, we 31 in both years, and that will bring in 62, which 1962 was the year that we were founded. Um, we, we were looking at doing 60 inductees, and we realised, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, it, it, like, it was tough to narrow it down to 30 for the first year, but I think we've got a good list. Um, and, yeah, we can continue to induct more as um, each presentation night comes up and it'll be add something to our presentation night and give, you know, another another level to the night that, um, you know, hasn't been there in the past. And I think it's, um, yeah, I think... It's a good way to get past players back down at the club and I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some guys that will um, be worthy recipients this first year and there'll be guys that will be, uh, you know, hopefully getting their, their names put in that, added to that list in the second year. And um, Well, speaking of that, so how, how it worked, the first, year, the first two years are selected by the executive committee. So the first year was selected by yourself, myself and our secretary in Cali. Um, second year will be the same, but with the addition of Steve Rowney will join the panel. And then after that, it'll be handed over to its own committee to pick the select, to select the members. Um, from, I think it, we, it will come up, I think from August the year before, or July maybe, you'll be able to nominate people that you feel should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. This will all be in, go up in the line because it's become part of our... Um, Constitution? Constitution, yeah. We'll add it into our constitution, all our criteria we've come up with, what, you know, all the all the different things that we feel um, people need to meet to, to become inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, and like we said, the 30 that are get going in straight away will well and truly um, meet the criteria we've come up with. Um, and I think, like I said, it's going to be a great thing moving forward. There'll be plenty of people that will be worthy recipients and it's been a great 
great learning thing for us to sort of go back and and look at all the different achievements from different people throughout the history of the club. Absolutely. All right, so 60 years, big occasion, um, and there's plenty plenty going on. Cricket match, bloody big anniversary dinner. We'll also have a past players day at one stage. Um, but, mate, I, I guess we've got to address last season. Yeah, well, I guess we do, mate. We uh, unfortunately ended probably the way that the way I wasn't surprised it ended, to be honest with you. I think I think a lot of clubs were surprised it ended that way for some reason. I don't know why a lot more clubs didn't prepare for it. But anyway, I guess yeah, to be fair, we were in a very unique situation where we are, where we currently sit. So we probably had a bit easier to um, accommodate that type of ending. But mate, we we started well. You know, we, we where, where are we? We got around. I guess we'll start around fifteen. Yep, around fifteen, which was uh, didn't count. Did he count in the end? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we had a unique start to the season. We played on on Good Friday, which um, thanks again to Springy Districts for having us down for that Good Friday game. Um, it was good to get the season started in front of a crowd, which was uh, some you know we're not used to when we're playing Saturday mornings crowd at the game. Um, to be fair though, that actually fucking coming out worked in our favour a bit later in the season. The no crowds on a Saturday morning. Um, but yeah, we got it. Got it kicked off on Good Friday. Uh, had a good win, um, but then it counted for nothing because that round was then um, the rest of the the teams didn't get to play that round as COVID was uh, locked us down. Um, but yeah, we then went on went to what. Uh, Another away game at Keezy, got the win pissing, there. Pissing down Ryan. Yep. Snagged the guy from the boundary. Just yeah, yep. Make sure you add it into the uh, part into edit, would you please, mate? So uh, you can find it at my Instagram, at etdog. Um, play about now, yep. <laughs> crowd was going wild, mate. It was absolute uh, scenes. I'm pretty sure this was the crowd. Actually, no, wrong one. <laughs> um Pretty sure this was the uh, the crowd when it went in, mate. Nah, mate. I heard way more uh, abuse getting hurled your way <laughs> from my own teammates, you mean? Yeah. From a bloke, I remember. I do remember a bloke literally giving me an earful for not standing the ball. It was pissing the hand with rain, and I was like, the angle was tight, but it was a it was a realistic attempt. Keep the goal, and I still get bloody abused. I'm pretty sure I got abused by the by the bloke. They gave away a 50 minute penalty because he wanted to punch up with his brother. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Probably and he right. somehow still managed to get best on ground, even with trying to beat the shit out of his brother. Yeah, well, his brother deserved it. Yeah, yeah. fair call. But you know, that's what that's what happens. Brotherly love. But yeah, it was another good win. Then we went back home for our first home game. The uh, big one. Friday night happened to be. Some blokes, what, 200th, I think it was. 200th for some bloke, yeah. And Actually, no, nah, technically you won 99. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but then it was some other blokes, 150th, and uh, the game that he earned life membership in. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a, long, a fucking long time coming. Um, I know I shouldn't say that, but it, it was. And to finally get there, as I said at presentation night, it was a, you know, it's an honour to get there and... Um, We'll get on to presentation night very, very shortly. Um, but, yeah, now after finally, after, was it two years, 
pretty much two full years of sitting on the sidelines waiting to finally get my three games, I managed to get it. And uh, thankfully, the fact that we are the ones that run this football club and make all the big decisions, we got it filmed. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, if, if there was another two blokes playing 150, 200 games, you'd, you'd, probably, do it, yeah. you'd probably get a camera in at least. We'd get somebody yeah. to take yeah. some p- photos at the minimum. Yeah, exactly right. Just because you know, it wasn't just because we managed to get the full... Uh, the full thing. I mean, it wasn't halfback digital media quality, but yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. It's uh, you know, no, it was a good win. We, I think, we ended up absolutely spanking him. CPL on the end by about seventy points. Um, yeah, it, it ended, ended uh, a little bit short. Yeah, just uh, you know, Buff set off the sprinklers. Um, you know, I, I just snuck in my goal that you. Reluctantly handballed yeah. off to me. Um, <laughs> you snuck in your goal. But the thing was, is the sprinkle was on for about a good 90 seconds before you got that goal. I remember standing in the goal square and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Look to my right. There's a sprinkler's going off. I look up the ground. The ball was on the halfback flank on that side of the ground. And I'm going, oh, the game's going to get cold off. And I'm watching the ball and it got switched across. I'm like, fuck, we might get another goal here. I'm watching the ball and I see that. It was a fat hit you up. Yeah. Hit you up. Just you done Joshua Herford spilt it. Yep. But then you made it look good because you hit you hit me up, run past with the handball, bang, game over. See, it was all planned because I knew like trying to kick it from that pocket. I was, you weren't gonna get there. It was it was not gonna happen. And the thing is, right though, if you actually take that mark, you might not get that shot because they might have come in and gone, no, no, the sprinkler's on. Because when I took that mark, you come past me pretty quick, and it was a quick fucking handball to you. Come like Ed's, and then as soon as that went in, that game's yeah. off now. Sprinklers ruined it. Um, but then we we got great story the, though. We great got onto story. the cancel, and we made sure you know it wasn't going to happen again. And because we were playing again there the next Friday night, <laughs> should we also point out the fact that we had to hire a light because of uh, yeah that cancel <laughs> light tower? Yeah, it was good. It was a good light tower. Um, but yeah, so we you know we got on the cancel. We we're pretty confident. Coming back Friday night, back-to-back Friday nights, the next one, it wouldn't happen again. And we had um, St Kilda City come across for another Friday Snake night game. Snake five. Uh, and that was, a, you know, Anzac weekend. So we did the, uh, you know, Minute Silence. The, uh was that the last post? Was that the game where St Kilda City had probably one of the biggest ruckmen I've ever seen in my life? And the one we, we've got one bloke in our team that probably could have matched it with him. Wasn't he in Lake's entrance that weekend? Yeah, I think your memory yes, says you correctly. Right. Um, but match it with him, I don't think so. That oh, sorry, I'll rephrase that. He would have matched it with him better than Soda would have. Yeah, yeah. Like, around the ground. Soda probably had him in the middle, jumping over him. But when it comes to uh, body on body, yeah, I wasn't think liking he, Soda's yeah. chances. Soda just had to run away from him. Um, I think he did a few times. Yeah, because that, that man was huge. Um, but we got the win, which was good. I think we... Um, and I think the game got called off a little bit <laughs> early too. I think on that win, I think we, I don't, I think we kicked like fourteen goals straight before we even touched the behind. Yeah, it was a very, very accurate. <laughs> so I sort of kicked five at the start when we first started talking about this game. But when you go and check side from the boundary outside the foot, and it's bouncing three different angles and goes through for a goal, the footy gods are on your side that day. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the footy gods forgot to. Speak to the council and make sure the sprinklers didn't go off. So we again the game finished a few minutes early, um, but we, we were well under you know we had were, it well under control. We got we, eighty odd points, I think, at that point in stage, and 
then the next handful of games, I think we got wins again. I think yeah. we had. Oh, I think it was Sky. The, no, no, we were away the next week. Um, we're off to a good start. Off to and, a good start. Um, yeah. Fair to say, the boys were getting a little bit uh, ahead of themselves. Uh, hashtag was going around. Um, no, it was a good hashtag. It was, it's, it's not, it was a good lie. hashtag, but much to the uh, coach's disgust. He just doesn't understand marketing, though. No, I, I keep. I keep. He is old school. Mate. He keeps crapping on about. I don't want hashtags this year. I'm like, well, mate, you don't understand marketing. This club, we might as well fold the club. Now you don't want to market this club, mate. I was on a webinar, and the people hosting that webinar knew who we were for that hashtag. Yes. I mean, it also helped a few other things we did with hashtags. But again, hashtags. Hashtags. Yeah. Hashtag uh, benchmark. Um, but, but it was be the bet. I, I made sure I changed it to be the benchmark, so it didn't sound so fucking arrogant. Yeah. Well. That's the thing. In house, it wasn't an arrogant thing. It no. wasn't. It wasn't anything about us trying to say that we're the fucking best or anything like that. In house, it was about us holding ourselves accountable to each other, and that to be the benchmark, to be to strive to be the best club we can be, we got to hold hold ourselves accountable. So we in house, we knew what that meant. Unfortunately, unfortunately, out of it house, does look it a little bit arrogant out of house. But but that's the thing. You, you worry about your own backyard. And I think a few people need to worry about their own backyards before they start jumping on Instagram and saying some shit. But anyway. Anyway. But uh, we, we were off to a good start. Away the next week. I don't remember who we played. Got the win, though, obviously. Because we were 10-0. We went back sky the following week. Yeah. That, that, was. Was a, that, was a, that was a barn burner, that one. Yeah, that was a good game. That was uh, got a little fiery. There's a couple of spot fires here and there. There's a couple of blokes sent off. Um, but, yeah, so we we got to what? Eight no by this stage. Charlton on the week before. No, Charlton was the week after. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I think it was seven no. Seven no. So yeah, we're going all right. After Sky, we then get the Cheltenham, who were hadn't won a game, we were undefeated, and we uh, went in and almost had our pants pulled down. Yeah, it was um a bit of the wake up call, a little bit that we needed. I think um guys were definitely underestimating. Cheltenham at the time, you know, looking at them bottom of the ladder, but uh, us old heads know that Cheltenham's never a team to be taken lightly. Uh, but yeah, so we um, we were going all right. We we got to ten and zero, and then we suffered our first loss against a well-drilled unit in Dingley at home on a Friday night, which is our first first uh, Friday night loss. Yeah, that was um. It was a good. It was yeah. It was a good hit. It was a good contest. Uh, unfortunately, I think the rain. Probably didn't show didn't showcase both teams. Like you know, we were. <laughs> I don't know. If we I, were. I think I think it showed that Dingley was a classy. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah. they did adjust to it better. Um, I was about to say we. I was going to say we were a dry weather team, but we like to play dry weather football. That even a Keezy game on this season, we're trying to handball, run, just just kick it long. Yeah. And route one, mate. Route one to go. <laughs> That's it. Um, and Ding, you know, they they are a well drilled team. They, you know, they div one, a div one club. And any we, we any, speak any about thirds team yeah. that's playing div, uh, in from div one is going to be yeah. a team to. Uh, we we speak about that hashtag benchmark. Dingley, Dingley's a club that are the benchmark of the SFL, and that's as you say in house. It was about being accountable for ourselves and being the best we can be. It comes from looking at clubs like Dingley where they are, and you know, you find me a, a team. In the SFL, that are I'm sorry, a club in the SF, SFNL that are all around football, netball, all the way through, that are probably better than they are all around. 
Yeah, no, you you'd be hard to find a a, a suburban football netball club that's that's doing better than them uh, over over an extended period of time. You know, there's clubs that have had a had it, you know, a three year period where they've done well and whatnot, but Dingley's continue to be the the benchmark of the SFNL. That's for sure. And let's not forget, like if you don't know, that they came across to the, to the Southern Football League because they were struggling in another league, and they could have easily continued to struggle and become a laughing stock of the SFL. Instead, that they changed, they turned it around, they changed the leagues, and they become a better, bigger than better, and they left the league that no longer exists. Yeah, so. and. Um, um, They're not travelling out to uh, Mumbolk and Yarra Junction, <laughs> <laughs> Junction and shit now, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, and on on that, there's some new teams that have now yeah. come in. Um, you know, with a couple of changes to our league, so there's um, you know a couple of new new teams. Uh, yeah, very very close to home games. Team team that lives in our backyard is uh, coming across, which will be interesting. We I reckon right about now we can footy to their ground from the halfback studios. Yeah, nice, um, but. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they get a thirds up next year. Uh, this this year, I uh, think there was three leagues. So Cranbourne's coming to Division One. Dovey's coming to Division Two, two. and there was another um, one, wasn't there? There was another one, though. Yep. Oakley Districts left. Oakley Districts left. Yes, well, we should know this. Cause we spoke about this so many times. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can't yeah. remember. But anyway. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be... Not a bit, enough about them. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how the thirds look with a couple of different teams, hopefully, in it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the challenge. Hopefully, we, you know, Cranny gets one up and we get to play a game just around the corner from yeah. Halfback Studio. Yeah. I'd like to point out that uh, we speak about the Dingley game. Before that, we were locked down again. We'd played Narry South a couple weeks earlier, gave them a nice little touch-up, and then locked down. Yeah. So, so then I think we come back, played two... Lockdown again. Yep. Lost, we lost to lost. Sky and we, think we lost two games in a row. Lockdown again. Yep. Come back. Played, played uh, Nary South game, at home. Nary South at home. Got to Come win. back. Uh, and then season done, boys. Yeah, we come back for training. And it, the, you, you, got got, one, you got the hunch. Got, you knew it was coming. One, we got one night in, I think. And then um, by Thursday, it was, uh, yeah, we're locking down. And at that stage, it was like... This is not going to be a seven-day lockdown. No. We, you know, that as much as they kept trying to bullshit us, that that's what it was. Us who are very who know and can read between the lines and don't just listen to, well, sorry, can see the tea leaves of what you've seen before. But um, yeah, we end up getting our season stopped. And you know, credit to the SFL the whole way through. Credit to every league really the whole way through. They were they got in place plans to get back and at least try and get a grand final played and. I'll tell you, mate, if they had to play the grand final between the top two teams, jeez, it would have been would have been a bit of pill to swallow considering we finished third by 0.2% because we sort of dropped our heads and let a few easy goals in when we shouldn't have in certain games. Yeah, yeah, definitely would have been hard to take if, if that's how it went. But, um, you know, congratulations to the teams that did finish on top of the ladder and took out minor premierships and um, the teams that have now gone up divisions um, because of Springy Districts back up to Div 1. Um, which will be interesting to see them back in Div 1 against uh, Round 1. They'll be playing Good Friday against uh, Dingley, Dingley, the old rivals. So um, a big triple header, which will be good to get down and watch. And um, oh, Absolutely, mate. That would be, uh, be a great way what's this, be a great way to start the season. That's not even start the season this year. It's uh, what's that, round 2, round 3, that one? Yeah, I think it's round 3. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll look forward to that. But... 
we won't have a game on that weekend. Nah, so we'll, we'll be, be uh, sneaking we'll the tinnies. We'll be down Friday I won't, I won't be sneaking the tinnies at all. I'll be uh, probably, what are we? I'll probably still sneaking the tinnies two months before the next one comes. I'll be. Yeah, yeah mate, you, you've, oh, you've got plenty of time. Yeah. Um, but, mate, we might as well, uh, I guess, wrap that one up. I guess, Wrap this one up, I guess. You know, with yeah, well, we wanted, well, we wanted no, to keep mate, it short and we've brief. Got to, we've got to mention something, though. The, the, the big highlight of the season was that our very own Sammy Frawley took out the, yes, uh, the league BNF. So, mate, we... we I, so, so I also said we'll talk about the presentation night shortly, and I just, we're going to leave that. But, yeah, no, can, Sammy, a well-deserved uh, league best and fairest, and, you know, yeah, obviously... Is well deserved, and, you know, well respected by the umpires, obviously, and the, you know, the way he went about his footy this year, definitely deserved. And right, the uh, the only people he had problem with was uh, Dinger trying to get him off for rotation. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something that I'm, I don't really want to bring that or, attention. Or a trainer who yeah. wants to assess him because I was going to say that. To <laughs> but um, other than that, mate, nah, he deserving. Ripping bloke, this first year down at the club. Uh, had a cracking season, and I'll tell you what, From we've said it before, we've had plenty of Tarzans come down to the club that, you know, look like Tarzan on the uh, training track and play like Jane when it comes to game day. And uh, when he came down and we saw his skills at training, we thought, oh, let's hope this is not another Tarzan going on here. And, and there was um, a few blokes that were a little bit sceptical, which, fair enough to her, because we've had a few blokes come in, oh, no, we well, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that, and then it's uh, you've just been pants by Matt Benny. Maybe your name, maybe that, maybe that's why that was his name. He used to get pants by shit footballers. Yeah, maybe. no offense, Matt Benny, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was great to see Sammy start the year off strong. You know, hey, clearly took home three votes in the first game and just kept that form rolling in week in week out, and uh, it also. Culminated in him um, taking home the club. Run Best away. Ferris, Run away winner. 70. 120. Was that? Yeah, I'm good. saying 40 votes clear of the next yeah. bloke. Which oh, was I was going to say 120 votes clear of, uh, of, of Bo. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite that many, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then Bo King, runner up. Um, Jakey Belfort finished third. Jakey Belfort <laughs> third. A bad third out of what, three games he polled in? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, did well. But that, uh, you know, Tex, most consistent. You know, he, he pulled in almost every game he played, which was pretty good effort. Yeah, but the thing is, like when um, you know, halfback digital media were pres- making the uh, presentation for the night, to see the round votes and see just how close, like I think the top ten, take out the top two, but I think the bottom, the other top eight were all separated by about 12 votes. Yeah, I think there was a couple tied in sort of fourth, you know, Well, the third was tied, wasn't it? Didn't, no, fourth was tied. Yeah, no, yeah right, sorry. fourth and... F- yeah, something like that. But, yeah, there was guys that... You know, there was guys that had blinders, you know, one or two games and, and polled a full votes, and then there's other guys that just consistently racked them up week in, week out. Just Texas. <laughs> Tex, yeah, Texas, you know. And, um, so what we had... Lucky bloke that still looks pregnant. Uh, he's done all right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some uh, pictures of him up in was it Yarrawonga with Proc, and she's thought they're having a sixth kid by the look of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that I can talk, but um, <laughs> yeah, we have what? Yeah, Balaki, Blake Clark taking home the coaches award. Yeah, uh, Dylan Archer, Soda taking home most improved. Myself taking home the, the league, the league, the leading goal kicker. Should have been the league. Um, should have had the third. Yeah, Third yeah. trophy. Oh God. How do we mute you? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What else was there? Then most determined uh, peaches, peaches, another new bloke down to um, the club. Sonny Harricks took home the most valuable female volunteer. Yeah, the Lim White. Phil Dixon took home the Lou Short. No, no, the Lou Short Award was the President's Award, which was Justin Lucas. Yep. Um, and then the Artie, Cole, Artie, Artie and Cole. Cole medal was Phil Dixon. Yep. Um, we mentioned before about life membership. I was thankful enough or lucky enough to get in there with, by my um, on-field achievement, but um, two very deserving other inductees into as to life members, uh, Wes and Yvonne Detman. Uh, very deserving and I tell you what, mate, I was I had my shit together that day. You know, I'd obviously been waiting for this day for a while. I'm quite an emotional person, as you're aware, and I had my shit I had my shit together. I was good. I'm like, yep, now nah, I'm gonna get up there, make a good good couple of minutes speech. I'm sitting there, Yvonne gets the medal and then she just starts having a tear jerking bloody um speech and crying. I'm like, Yeah, well I'm, I've had too many beers now. I'm too emotional. What am I gonna do here? <laughs> to be fair, I held myself better than I did at my wedding speech, so <laughs> Yeah, well that's that's fair. Um, but yeah, they they're a couple of great people that have you know overdue, well overdue, and for the you know almost everyone that's been a volunteer at the club is you know they've either played and then sort of stepped away and become volunteers, or they've had a son that's that's played at the club, and yeah, they had a son that played there for about five minutes, um, and and they stuck around for for years after he. Hung up the boots that um, I don't think got too many kicks in them anyway. Um, but <laughs> when you have a bloke who reaches out to you, that knows that they're getting inducted and makes contact to you to ask if he can present them with their life member badge, they're people that have have meant something to that club and certain been people at that club for a long time. Yeah, and and, and as everyone's well aware, you know we've gone through some tough times over the last few years. The club's been at points where we, you know, haven't had many players turning up and things like that. And, you know, volunteers that come down to the club with, you know, they're not getting any money, they're not getting any anything back to them. You know, all they're doing is giving giving their time and and giving effort. And, you know, a lot of time they're even forking out money to um keep the club afloat. Um, and they di- they weren't doing that because they had two kids running around playing every weekend or. Whatever they're doing it just because they love the club and they love the people here, and um, so it's important that people like that get recognition. And I'm sure when the time comes, you know they'll be getting inducted to the Hall of Fame too. Oh, absolutely, and, you know, they'll be well deserved. But mate, I reckon probably should wrap this one up, mate. It's been been a pleasure seeing you. Yeah, man. Um, it's nice, been good. Nice haircut. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I'm hoping by now someone's jumped in the comments. And as you rocked up tonight, I was in the. She does getting set up and Cal's seeing you get in. She's like, oh my God, he's had a haircut. I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, right, yeah, no, fair enough. Mate, 4K video, I thought I'd better clean it up, you know. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, didn't shave this morning. I'm like, fuck, let's have a shower tonight and shave. You'll be able to see the uh, things coming through. But mate, um, nah, so this will be the Cobra cast, as we spoke at the start, how it's all going to work. The Cobra cast and the present VP will be sort of over the off-season sporadic. We'll sort of pop in, hopefully maybe once or twice a month, depending on sort of how many... Depends on how much shit we got to talk about. Yeah, how much, how many interviews we get lined up and stuff like that. But once we get into the season, ideally a once a week recap show would be ideal. But as we are fully aware, uh, my wife's due to give us give the second one, birth of a second child in June, plus all the stuff for sixty years. So at absolute worst, for the first 
of the season. It will be every two weeks at absolute worst. We'll re- we'll try and recap every week, but we may have to some weeks do two weeks just time wise. And cause I got a feeling my, there's a lot of other things in the works for halfback to Jamie that you know, we need to worry about that as well. But also the Cobracast kicking it around the globe will be a bi weekly show starting from probably in two weeks time. So that will be bi weekly. So again, we're cutting back on that whole. Cutting back on what that was, <laughs> and and if you are one of the you know the international subscribers to the Cobra Cast, and you just happen to listen to this one and think, hold on, they haven't done anything about international. Well, if, if you want to reach out to us and you want to chat about your club, you can hit us up. And before we uh, jump off, mate, we we speaking about Wes and Yvonne. Um, they they actually uh, found something for the on to your left. They actually found uh, something for us. Um, that we, we spoke about with uh, Matty Gale from Japan. Yeah, so hey, we've had ties to international football for a, quite a while. We actually played a game, an exhibition match against uh, a team, Japan, and we just happened to find the it's jump. The, we we, we found out that it was the uh, the college team, what the, the young kids. So, uh, so that was the jumper they gave to us. Um, Japan the, Cup 2015. Um, and then they... Um, yeah. Signed a few few names on the, well the whole team signed on um, on a shirt there and mate I I'll, I'll tell you I, what mate these probably we're gonna really have to get some take some Google Translate or something to try and get Matty Gale to sort it out for us I was gonna say these deserve to be up in the club rooms mate but I reckon these would look good in the new halfback digital media studios when when they're up with the uh, <laughs> international ties to us yeah mate we'll we'll have to see if we can get Matty Gale to translate for us and. Um, I reckon, you'd probably, I reckon you'd probably know a few of these signatures on here, mate. The uh, way he was in an AFL Asia, you reckon you'd... Oh, sorry, oh, no, I realised that, but yeah. I was looking at it. I'm trying to work out, remember the name of him. Because remember we spoke about, we spoke, we spoke to Matty, and he was saying that the team that we thought we played are the national team, but that I... Was it, is it the Samurais is the Samurai national team? The Warriors or something? Could be the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, well, we'll, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. We might uh, get a couple of them on kicking it around the globe and... And uh, see if any of them remember coming down to Edinburgh Reserve and and having a kick with us. And I love how um sorry I love how I don't I don't know Japanese writings I don't know numbers and numbers or their their characters but uh, I like how it's signed in signed their names in Japanese and then they've signed the uh, number in I'm gonna say English but again I could be wrong their numbers <laughs> literally could be numbers so I probably no, let's probably cut that out I guess it. I don't want to sound too <laughs> too too naive and too dumb. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up. It's been good. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Cobracast with the President VP. Um, who knows when the next episode's going to be out, but um, I hope you enjoyed this one and look forward to the kicking it around the globe and some of the other stuff we've got planned. Um, but, yeah, thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time.